0: Hi and welcome to the Accessibility and Inclusivity for Businesses podcast, the show that aims to help small businesses become more accessible and inclusive. In this episode, we'll be exploring why accessibility and inclusivity are important for small businesses and how they can benefit from implementing these practices. We'll also be discussing some practical tips and strategies for making your business more accessible and inclusive. Today I have a guest with me by the name of Lauren Monroe, who is the UX designer for Star Tribune's digital product department, as well as an advocate for accessibility and my wife. Uh, Lauren, if you would please uh, introduce yourself to us and...
1: Hi Tyler, Um, thanks for having me on your podcast. I'm super excited to talk about accessibility. Um, Definitely means a lot to me personally. many reasons but I'm sure we'll get into that. Uh, yeah like you said I am the UX designer at Star Tribune uh, for their Star Tribune uh, digital department and so one of my jobs is to really um, look at how we look for opportunities to make our products more accessible so we can have our news and journalism uh, access accessed by everyone in Minnesota. We One of our core values is more of what matters to all day every day and so to me that really means to uh, more Minnesotans and that means everybody so uh, yeah
0: <laughs> that's great and um, we've said it a couple of times but I don't think we've um, explained it yet and maybe this is a great part point to do that and uh, you are probably better than me to do it but what is accessibility what does that mean whenever we are trying to make things more accessible and inclusive uh, just so that our first-time listeners they are well they'll be our first-time listeners no matter what but just so people that are new to this are wondering what that means can you give us a bit of a definition or what it means to you?
1: Sure I mean like well like simply put accessibility is just the ability to access and benefit from system or entity Um, you know that can be for anybody uh, to anywhere on anything Um, but you know when we're talking about digital accessibility specifically you know doing social media or marketing for your company um, just putting out blog posts or your website um you know even in your print materials uh we want to make sure that your website your tools your marketing your technologies are all usable by anyone on any device um you know you want to make sure if they're blind that your website can work with their screen readers with their technologies to um to access your information and if you're not set up right you could be saying saying goodbye to people who want to engage with your brand and like um uh, you know maybe even give you money <laughs> if you're lucky enough. Yeah. Um, so yeah there's there's a lot of there's a lot of reasons to care about accessibility um obviously one of the biggest things is just that it's the right thing to do right like we shouldn't be excluding anybody from what we're what we're trying to do so
0: that that's a great way to lead into the first question that i have which is what are some problems that businesses and people face from a lack of accessibility and inclusivity
1: sure like um i mean there's so many things it's it's really crazy how how little awareness there is for accessibility across all industries and, um, and all technologies even. Uh, but yeah, one of the impacts can be something as simple as like not being able to bank on your phone. You know, like there's, there's banking apps where, um, they're completely not blind friendly, right? They're not accessible. So that means that, you know, if I was blind and I need to use a screen reader or like voiceover on my phone, like maybe their website's not coded in a way where Um, My screen reader can engage with it. Some websites even actively just like turn off and just like (laughs) so you know how frustrating would that be if on a daily basis like you just trying to like access basic things like order food on DoorDash or you know pay your bill um, through an online app like these are things where people just assume oh blind people don't use my app you know. uh, for whatever reason, people just don't think that that's enough of a reason to just care and to just do the right thing. And most of the time, it it's really not a it really doesn't take a lot just to do to care a little bit and to make your product um, accessible to everybody.
0: Yeah, I think that's great. You mentioned um screen readers, and I thought that i I like to use them for myself, especially whenever I have something long that I Um, I could work on something else while it's being read to me and I could just imagine it's it's Frustrating to me when they don't work and I don't rely on them to be able to interact with the world around me Otherwise, I can't it must be very very frustrating for people that rely on that whenever they experience things Do you think that's common for it to be I, I assume that a lot of websites nowadays They would be more accessible, but is that maybe not the case?
1: Uh, yeah, it's not always the case. And, um, you know, and that's just because a lot of people aren't aware of how to even check their designs, their code, like their writing, um, their website, you know, their social media posts, they're not even aware of like how to check it to make sure that it works. And you know, because a lot of these products are not inherently designed from the start with accessibility in mind. Um, so like, you know, it's very common to just run into apps and websites and things that are just, you know, maybe made like five, ten years ago or even, you know, just last yesterday. <laughs> um, you know, it's really easy to make those common mistakes and just overlook those little details that um, can make or break it for somebody. And so, you know, it's, it's it's really important that awareness, you know, is really prioritized. And Like, the more we know about it, uh, you know, the more we can avoid it and fix uh, prevent problems in the first place.
0: <laughs> yeah, I... um. I think that a lot of businesses, they see it more as like it costing a lot for um, not a lot of return, you know, like on their investment. But I think that there are actually a lot of benefits that they get um, for, uh, you know, for putting money into um, accessibility. And uh, I'm sure with your job, you've also seen what uh, making the, uh, the website for Star Tribune more accessible can do. Um, is there any way you could speak on that some?
1: Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of benefits to making your, um, your website, your marketing materials, or social media, your website, all of that, um, accessible. Um, one of the biggest one being that it's search engine optimized. It <laughs> helps you get your stuff where people can search and find it online. And that's, I mean, that's just great. You know, yeah. If nobody can find your business online, that or find your content, then you know they're not gonna find you. So. One thing that's really great you could do is it's really simple is just turning on captions on your videos or putting captions on your videos um, and just make, because that is something that then search engines can grab onto all of the words that you've said that you've gone through a lot of effort to put into your video and your content, um, then it has so much more to grab onto. So when people are searching for things that are, you know, in your content and your video, um, your stuff is going to come up now more so. Um, than other people who didn't put captions on. And that's something so simple, right? Like a lot of programs can automatically do that now for you and sometimes even for free.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, um, a thing that I think people don't talk about a lot that I like is uh, I always talk about how accessibility, it puts more chairs at the table, you know? Absolutely. It allows for more people to have an input, but it also allows for the creation of um, of socializations. for people with disabilities to know that they can talk to people there. There aren't a lot of places on the internet that are specifically for people with disabilities. However, if your forum or the comments on the Star Tribune, if they know that people there that um, have these disabilities, they need to use a screen reader or whatever, they can access them, then it becomes a platform that they can contact each other on there too. And I think that's another important thing to grow on is that it not only gives them a table with the rest of us that are able to use it, but it also allows them to know that if they use it, they can connect with other people that share what they're going through
1: absolutely it invites them to the conversation you know and like that's what all of the brands are talking about now is how to build um community around your brand about around you know what whatever you're doing in the world like people want to talk about it and so you know yeah if you're ex- you're just straight up <laughs> host your website is a hostile place for people who rely on um you know accessibility or um, technologies um you know when your website just straight up doesn't work i mean you're just counting them out uh, before they've even had a chance um, yeah yeah you know, uh, who doesn't want more customers? Who doesn't want more followers?
0: Um, yeah. We, um, I had mentioned before that uh, that businesses, they might seem to think that uh, it would cost a lot to make some of these changes. What do you think could be easily and quickly done um, that would just change sort of who can access their things overnight? What are a lot, I guess the, a better way to phrase it maybe, or what are some of the issues that you've seen that a business could easily fix with low input, that would make the biggest difference.
1: Sure. Um, I think, yeah, one of the biggest things you can do is really just making sure that you have accurate um, labeling and hierarchy of all of your content and things like that. Um, and what I, what I mean by that is, like, if you have images in your website, on your Instagram posts, whatever, if there's an opportunity to add alternative text um, for that image, so say if you were using a screen reader and it read off that image, it would tell them, it would describe what is actually in the image um, for them. So you would not maybe be surprised to know that there's a ton of people who actually use Instagram that are blind, right? And they love it, and it's extremely frustrating. Yeah, and you would think, why would they get any use of that? Well, you know, it's not just, you know, a visual experience. There's people, you know, an image is a, what do they say, Uh, an image is a thousand words. A
0: picture is worth a (laughs) thousand. Yeah, a picture is worth a thousand
1: words. And, um, you know, a lot of people, they go to the effort on Instagram, they really write uh, in-depth descriptions, and it pays off for them, because it, like I said, it's great for the search engine results, (laughs) and it gets yourself... Seen and it invites more people to the table. Um, I don't really remember where I was going with that entirely.
0: No, I think that's that's <laughs> great to add to it. Um, I would just uh, you know a couple of topics that I had jotted down. Um, they could make sure that um, they could allow their users to adjust the font size. Um, oh yeah. Um. You know, yeah. That is it.
1: Or you know, just um, just making sure that you're when you're designing things either for your website or for print materials. Uh, that you're making the fonts nice and big, too. Uh, one of the most common um, disabilities is vision impairment. All of us at some point, um, whether from you know young age or when we get older and our eyes deteriorate, we all experience loss of vision, um, you know, or deterioration of vision. Um, and so one of the biggest things you can do is just making sure that your font and text sizes are a nice size to start with. I usually, recommend nothing smaller than 14 pixels. That's usually my guidance for, uh, you know, regular old paragraph uh, sizing. Um, but yeah, if you have a call to action or something, like the bigger the better. And then the other thing you need to check is your color contrast. Um, I the, was just going yes, to bring
0: that up. If we're going to talk about size and Yeah,
1: very, very, very um, common mistake. I see all the time in professional work on big commercials, billboards is color contrast issues. And it's one of the easiest things to one of the easiest accessibility issues to avoid. Um, And it makes your um, designs and things more effective as well. So what color contrast means is that um, the colors you're using have enough contrast difference between the foreground and the background. And so, um, you know, you know, if you think about like black and white text, like if you had a black text on a white background, you would have very very you know the highest contrast that you could get between two colors um and there is kind of if you uh
0: i don't know if you've used this or not but i thought this would be a good time to plug um a free um A free tool a resource for them Um, it's called color safe if you're worried about whether your website uh, the contrast is right on your website or not um you could use color safe Um, it's a tool that allows small businesses to create color palettes that are accessible to people with visual impairments Um, and it will provide a range of color options that meet accessibility standards I think that that's a good time to talk about some tools yeah, that people absolutely. could use that are free um, on the internet. Yeah, tools um,
1: like that are really good. I also use another one. It's called Stark, S-T-A-R-K, and it is a free tool that you can um, integrate with your design programs as well. And so you can, from from the de- beginning of your design to the end, you can be checking your color contrast right there, making sure that um, there's sufficient contrast so people with co- that are colorblind or have low vision are able to very easily read the important stuff that you want them to read.
0: That's great. Um, I think this is a good place to um, close things up. I wanna take a couple of seconds just to say thank you for giving me your time tonight and answering some of these questions as well as talking about accessibility with me. Um, is there anything you'd like to add really fast?
1: Oh, just thanks so much for having me here tonight. And I just encourage everybody listening to just continue to be curious and trying to be spread kindness and uh, yeah, make the world a more accessible place.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much, Lauren, and for everyone who listened to this, thank you for tuning in, and I hope you learned a lot. Have a good night.